Welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin. We're going to be talking some Super Bowl talk, some uh, Western sports, and softball just started off, so stick with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day. SEC boys. SEC. They both be SEC. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor, who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you were wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to BetterHelp.com Redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, BetterHelp. We appreciate your support. And if you would like, you can sign up, uh, use our affiliate link, BetterHelp.com forward slash Redout. And you'll get 10% off your first month. And, you know, it'll not only pair you with a professional that can help you. um, There's thousands of professionals out there that can help you. um, But it'll also, you know, help support us. So we appreciate that as well. Um, If you're an Eagles fan and you need to talk to somebody about that horrible call at the end of the game, you know, there's people at BetterHelp that can help you. So um, we'll go with that. Uh, And we'll just go ahead and jump right into it. Yeah, there's a dog and a child outside my room right now. Nice. And I'm... It really just... You know, you get to that point where you just go, oh my god. So, uh, anyway. Uh, so, winners and losers, I guess I'll go ahead and... Jesus Christ. Um, we'll just go ahead and um, jump into our... Um, Super Bowl talk tonight. Uh, obviously, the Eagles lost. Uh, it was a well-scripted game, right, Jared? Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought they did a really good job this year, at least making it close. Um, so, as far as uh, Jared, Matt, did you both watch the game? Of course. Yep. Good. Woo! I, I watched most of it. Um, I had to go into work for a little bit, so I missed the first Maybe like first half of the first quarter, um, and uh, of course I've got a three-year-old, so I didn't get to see hardly any of the rest of it. Um, I got to watch a lot of it, but I didn't. I didn't get to just sit and take notes. So, um, uh, but uh, I thought it was a really well-played game. I thought uh, Jalen Hurts did an amazing job. Uh, I thought the Eagles' defense did a pretty good job for most of the game, and. Uh, Andy Reid and the Chiefs just had a better game plan going into the second half. Uh, Jared, what were your thoughts? I thought it was an incredible game, honestly. I mean, it, it stayed pretty even most of the game. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he's still dealing with that ankle injury, especially right before halftime. But still, I mean, he was able to play through the pain and come back and give his team the win. I mean, of course, that holding call at the end of the game is going to be magnified just because of when it was and where it was and third and eight and everything. 
Which, I mean, technically it probably is holding, but you could call holding on any play in the NFL. So I feel like... In, in, in his defense, in that player's defense, he had been doing that all game. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even one of the announcers said early on, he's like, man, that's a holding call, but they didn't, they didn't call it. And then right there at the end of the game, it's like, yep. And I honestly, not to take the Eagles side on this, but I completely think Mahomes was flopping on that. Flopping yeah. in quotes because it's like, oh, come on, come on. And then they throw it and it's like, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, I agree. I thought it was a really well-played game. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your uh, thought process, but go ahead. Yeah, but like I said, I mean, it was a pretty good game up until that, and then that just kind of took all the air out of it, I felt like. Uh, I mean, Philly should have uh, drew up for their last play, the Miami Miracle play. They should have done that. <laughs> That's their loss. But, yes. I mean, it, it was a good one. I mean, it's definitely one of the more memorable Super Bowls the last few seasons. So, I mean, it was a good game to watch. So, Matt, what were your thoughts? I think they should have used the Music City Miracle, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, first of all, on the last call, I mean, the guy did come out and admit, like, I held the dude. And honestly, like, that's a lot of leverage to grab the back of somebody's jersey. So I was kind of arguing with – we were at a church party, so I didn't want to – Start cussing. I didn't aggressive or anything. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I was kind of like – he kind of held him though, like he had. He, he had did of his jersey from the back. That's a lot of extra leverage that you don't really think about. And then he had his hands on his hips. I mean, I could see them calling it. I think maybe they should have swallowed it and just dealt with it. But I mean, especially because it it definitely determined the outcome of the game. Um, so that, so that kind of sucked. But you know what? It, it I think it was a legit call. Um, I think it was a legit call too, um, but there were other calls that weren't made during the game that you could argue were, you know, were. Andy Reid did a really good job. Patrick Mahomes did a really good job as well of being able to kind of time manage that last drive they had there, so that they gave little to no time to the Eagles to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Eagles had another, you know, five game minutes, then you know that'd have been a different score. But For sure. uh, I think it was a really well-played game. Um, Super Bowl halftime show. Did you all watch it? Yeah, I did. Nope. Um, uh, Jared, <laughs> what did you think? I want to watch it. <laughs> I mean, too, much, too much of a risk there. Too much of a risk. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't that provocative or ridiculous or anything compared to other ones. I thought Rihanna did a pretty good job. So, I mean, the platforms were interesting, like with all the dancers on it and stuff. I mean but they were all like pretty well dressed. So, I mean, just not like they were Janet Jackson and <laughs> doing that. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't really listen to Rihanna or her solid music much, but I mean, I still thought it was pretty solid performance. I, I did There wasn't that wow factor though. Like I thought it was very modest, honestly, compared to past Super Bowls, just because, I mean, they had the platforms that were going up and down and then the stage that had the band on it. And that was basically it. There wasn't like a lot of set diversity. Yeah. I mean, musically, I mean, it was, I mean, she probably sang the tracks, which I mean, you have to at this level, which is fine. But I mean, it yeah. didn't really matter that much to me. Well, okay. Um, so I did not watch it. I was putting my three year old to bed at the time. So 
you know, I, I missed it. My wife watched it. She said it was pretty good. She doesn't like Rihanna's music. You know, she's not a fan of Rihanna, but she said it was a good show. Um, I And I told her the other day we were talking about it because there's people complaining about it on Facebook. And my thought process is, and I'll see if y'all agree, with any halftime show in the past, what, 20 years or so, I don't know of any halftime show that has had 100% of people say, oh my God, that was amazing. I don't know. I feel like Prince is up there. Um, see, I feel like it's like an 85% of people who were like, eh, I think it could have been better. And 15% were like, oh, that was pretty good. I liked it. Because I've never, like, even with, uh, what was it, J-Lo and, and uh, Shakira, like, I, I didn't, I mean... I don't listen to their music, but I mean, it was a good, it was a decent show. I thought it was pretty good, but everybody else you hear, oh, oh and it's like, okay. Um, who was last year? I cannot uh, remember who did the halftime show last year, but it was like Snoop and like, yeah, it was it's a, bunch, like a, a mixture of people. Yeah, yeah there was several. Snoop, uh, yeah, but there was, I mean, and I mean, I'm, and I'm sure like in Kentucky, you know, locally, it's there's some that like you know their music and some that don't. So you know you've got a percentage of people who are going to be like, oh, I wish they'd just have Hank Jr. on there and Jake Omer, and it'd be great. You know? <laughs> but See, that's the thing when you have like a viewership of like eighty to a hundred million people, it's hard to find someone that everyone in that demographic would like. I thought you were I thought you were talking about like their age for a second. No. And you were about eighty to a hundred and I was like, Good God, Jared, who's this play for? Nursing homes? Yes, obviously. <laughs> no, I mean it's hard to get a good yeah. household name. I mean, like if you take cater to the younger people, all the boomers would be confused about I've never exactly. heard of this person in my life. And then if you get like freaking uh ACDC or some band yeah. like the 70s yeah. and all the Pink Gen Floyd. Z kids are going to be like, this is lame. Where's uh, Future at? Or something like that. Yeah, cl- Hey, listen to this classic rock and I'd be like, oh my god. Shut up, kids. Um, yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, I just don't think anybody, you know, I don't think there's I don't think there's a happy medium when it comes to the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't think... It should just be Creed until the end of time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't think you're gonna make anybody happy. So for all the, for all the boomers, Creed, you know, I, I used to love Creed back in the day. Um, I don't even know if they're all still alive, as bad as that sounds. Oh, I mean, yeah, they are. I saw the, most of the members of the band. They have another band called Alter Bridge. I saw them a few weeks ago. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't even know you knew who they were. I thought you were too young. Bro. They should do Baby Shark next year. <laughs> No, nah, they need to have Dora the Explorer be the freaking oh, halftime for the Super Bowl. Think about if they did that. Or no, Coco Melon. If you have a single child in that room, you are not changing that channel. Oh, my God, no. You, they you will freak out if one. you do anything but watch that to the end. And then if somebody dares to not, to not have the – or to have the guts to change that channel, everybody's going to be like, no, let the little baby watch it. And everybody's going to watch the halftime show. The greatest the Super Bowl would be in Sydney, Australia, and the halftime is bluey, like the yes. is bluey. Hey, I'd be with, I'd be fine with that. Honestly, of all the shows my daughter watches eighty million times, Bluey is probably one of the better ones. Oh, it's great! Yeah, it's you a good Peppa show. Pig? Oh God, no, Peppa Pig. Peppa's a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if we have the Super Bowl in London, Peppa Pig can do the halftime. 
There we go. There we go. Now, God, no. I think Peppa has a good message. I, 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 thought I was... still think that they should have done more with SpongeBob for the one Super Bowl halftime with the Sweet Victory song. Like, actually have a full band playing it. It would have been incredible, but yet they didn't. So, yep, they dropped the freaking ball. Um, okay, so I have my one gripe. My one gripe about the Super Bowl. Okay, my one gripe was the post game interviews. Patrick Mahomes was great, and I loved it. It was completely uh, coach speak. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, oh, you know, this is this is like reminiscent of Derek Jeter. You know, this is what I'm thinking when he's talking. And I was like, yeah, it's a good pro- it's a post game. And then Kels gets on there, and I'm like, dude, just shut up, man. Tell me, he would not be the greatest heel in WWE of all time. He would. He be could incredible. be. If I would hate football, him. If he quit football right now and picked up wrestling and was a heel on like Monday Night Raw or something, he would be incredible. I would, I would, I would hate him. I would exactly. completely that's hate the, him. That's the whole thing. He's just, hate him. Oh my god! Like I started, I was, I was, I was okay with everything. You know, I was okay, and then he's like, "And all you doubted us, and nobody believed in us, and blah 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 blah." Dude, you just won the Super Bowl. Just shut up and tell him you're going to Disney World, okay? <laughs> nobody cares. You know, and I mean, hey, you know, it, I, I would be okay if he said it once, but I'm pretty sure he said it like two or three times. Yeah, Even when right. they got him up on stage to accept the trophy, he said it again. And I'm like, shut he up. He did it again at the super at the par parade too. I think, yeah. Of yeah. course he did. He's you a know, very just, vengeful man. Just you know, my thing is is just be like, hey, you know, in the first interview, be like, you know, there was nobody that believed in us, and we pulled together as a team, and we did, you know, we pulled through, and we did this and that. And I'd be like, okay, that's great. And but no, it's like and then the other thing, which by the way, I thought was funny as hell, uh Terry Bradshaw. Did you see that with him and Andy Reid? Um, Terry Bradshaw, uh after they talked to the owner, they called Andy Reid over, Terry Bradshaw does, and he said, Waddle over here, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you also see where Terry Bradshaw said he hopes he dies on the air for the ratings? <laughs> <laughs> Terry Bradshaw is our national treasure and we must protect him is all I'm he saying. He is the but, average person who has ever attended Louisiana, Louisiana Tech University. I'll put it that way. Hey, he is... He's straight Rustin. Yeah. Hey, he completely owes Phil Robertson everything he's ever gotten. Yeah. 100%. Um, I'm sure you've heard it before, but Phil Robertson started before him and uh, he stepped out and quit because he wanted to go hunting and fishing. And basically Terry Bradshaw's life and career was because somebody quit football. I mean, that's all it is to it. Really? I feel like Phil Robertson maybe could have been a good quarterback, but I think he was meant for duck dynasty. That was, he really was. And that's was TV with what he's doing. So it it works out. It did. It really did work out. Um, so I'm completely happy with it. So uh, let's go ahead and let's transition into some uh, Western, excuse me, Western uh, spring sports. Uh, we got some softball to talk about. Uh, looks like the girls went one and four over the weekend. Let's see here. Um, they lost to Minnesota. They lost to on the twelfth. Uh, they lost to Michigan on the 11th, and they lost to, I guess they played a doubleheader with Michigan. 
Yeah. Um, I was like, because there's two scores that are exactly the same. Um, Western scored two runs on in both games, and Michigan scored five runs. I'm hoping that's that. See, this is why I don't like WKU Sports' page, because it, it has, like, nothing. Like, I can't check anything. Pain in the mm-hmm. uh, But anyway... You got uh, uh, Minnesota ended up, uh, they played them on the 10th. Western lost to Minnesota 10-2. to two. Uh, Then on the 10th as well, Western played Butler. And Western won 10 to nothing. So, congratulations, Lady Tops there. Um, as I said, they played Michigan on the 11th. It was a doubleheader. Uh, they lost both games 5-2. to two. And then uh, Western played Minnesota on the 12th and lost 7-4. Uh, to four. So, uh, it... Overall, I would say it's not a bad effort. I mean, especially against these bigger D1 schools like this. Um, you know, Butler maybe not a, as big as the other names, but... I wish we would play them in basketball, Gum. It'd be so good. Hey, I Butler think... has it. Well, I mean, they're both evenly horrible, essentially. I feel like Western would probably win as bad as Butler's been, but it's fine. Hey, that's it's whatever. Um, I mean, I'm just glad to see that... Um, you know, softball, baseball starting, so starting to come around to spring sports. So let's see, who does Western have next? Uh, the next uh, basketball, or God, I mean, I'm, my head's already going to basketball. Um, the next uh, game we've got is against Delaware. Uh, that game starts at 9 a.m. Central Time. And yeah, I have another been... tournament in. Okay. Carolina. Okay. Okay. So they're in a tournament. I'm glad you got that because I have no idea. Uh, they've got Delaware, uh, then they play East Tennessee next, then they got George Washington on the 18th, and uh, 19th they play Campbell, and then they'll play South Carolina. So a little gauntlet there of uh, teams to watch for Western softball. Yeah, Matt, do you know anything about it? Well, um, <clears throat> I was looking at it a little bit. Looks like okay. there was only one game that was like a, you know, kind of a blowout or whatever, and it was the first okay. game against Minnesota. Every okay. game that they lost was close. They also took uh, Michigan to extra innings. Awesome. Um, and actually took them to nine innings. And uh, they actually scored a run in the eighth inning, and then Michigan matched it, I believe, is how it worked. Anyway, yeah, so they were in a, a tight game there and um, just kind of folded at the end. But it was respectable. And, yeah. Um, you know, Minnesota, I, I looked at this up a little bit. Minnesota um, was decent last year. Michigan was pretty good. So, and they're two Big Ten teams. So you kind of don't expect to win too many of those. So it's a respectable effort. And hopefully, this next tournament, they're a little less um, big time names, except for South Carolina. So they should have some chances to to get a few W's in there. So we'll see. Hey, I'm honestly like, you've got to go through these, you know gauntlets these games like this in order to get to the games you know the conference games and you know i mean it's at least building up your strength of schedule and you're getting your chance to play better competition so get sharp and you know, get you some get you some at girls there you go um jared any thoughts on softball um i hope we win <laughs> 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 Very, hey, that's all good. That's about my, what my thoughts are. Um, so, has the guys not played yet? Yeah, baseball, baseball starts uh, this weekend against Dayton at home. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Like I so said, they've, got a, they've got three games. They've got they play the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth. 
against Dayton, like Matt said, and then they'll play the 21st against Belmont and the 24th against Ohio. But go ahead, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say a um, little fun fact for either hardcore baseball or even somebody that's just kind of interested. There are a lot of games to start the season that are pretty close to Bowling Green. So if you're in Nashville or um, some of the surrounding areas or in Bowling Green area, there's a ton of games that you can go see. Hopefully we'll be better than we have been. But yeah. um, tons of games in either Bowling Green or like um, Nashville. There's some games in Evansville later in the year. Clarksville at uh, Austin P. Murfreesboro. Don't go there. It's a dump. Um, don't support Straight biddies. Yeah, don't su- support the back pad of Nashville. But anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's a good opportunity actually. Um, to to be a fan and go go see some games either home or away and support the tops. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, any I mean, I would be fine supporting you know Western Chess or debate. I would. I don't even care. Um, you know, I mean, one of the major sports mid mid. What would you say baseball is like? Kind of like the middle major because football and basketball is really the bigger sports at Western. Um, I'd say but fourth. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, men's and women's basketball, oh, and football, okay, volleyball, okay, and volleyball. Fifth, I guess. Yeah, volleyball would be first, obviously. Yeah, but it's above tennis. It's above tennis and golf, and probably cross country, and you know stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, seriously, like, uh, if you're in the area, like Matt said, you got kids that like baseball or basketball or whatever, you know, bring them out. Being outside. Yeah, <laughs> being outside. Some of the kids will probably burn. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, you're saying so many like innuendo things today. I'm just saying. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> All right, so uh, Western baseball plays this weekend. Western baseball plays this weekend. Uh, basically, whatever Matt says, just set in a. That's what she said, and you're good. She needs the vitamin D, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's go, Lady Tops. I guess bad news first, right? Sure. Well, Western lost to MTSU. I just pulled the Band-Aid off. Dadgummit. Yeah, it was really frustrating. Um, Of the two teams I thought would win and one that would lose, I did not see it going this way. I honestly thought men's would lose. I'm sorry, not sorry. I thought men's would lose and I thought women's would win, but uh, it didn't work out that way. So I tried to tell you all that I... I had a, I didn't have a feeling that we would win, but I've always felt like this version of middle men um, is middles men is uh, somebody would match up well with. So I was trying to tell you last week that you know just win a few games and hey, we're right back in it and shucky darn we are within shucky darn we were yeah we're within two games of third. So hey, that's amazing, and, and one game within fifth. Despite all this crap, we're sitting right here, and you've got a soft part of the schedule that you can actually make some hay right now if we can get past some crap. So that's uh, that's. I mean, honestly, it's pretty good news for the for the men. Um, Lady tops. I mean, we're two and a half games back uh, against middle. You know, it was ninety four eighty one. Western shot forty seven percent from the field. Middle shot fifty five percent. Um, three pointage, we shot better than they did in the three point fifty percent. They shot forty one. 
Uh, we had more turnovers. We had one more turnover than they did. We had 14. They had 13. Uh, and they had 36 rebounds where we had 28. Yeah. Um, Middles women are just better than Western right now. I mean, it's frustrating. We actually had another big lead in this one. I think we had a, I think it was 10 or so points in the first quarter. So we actually got out to a good start. Yeah. Got out to a good start in the first game against the middle women. And by halftime, it was basically middle was in full control. And we hung around and fought, but we just didn't. Middle was better. Um, but what's weird is Western usually cannot hit the broadside of a barn. Um, and against middle, they've basically shot 50% or so in both games, but they can't stop middle at all. I mean, they yeah. middle just has their way. And so it's been kind of a weird dynamic, but um, I, I think we have a chance against middle if we face them again in the conference championship. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be the conference championship. If not, it means we had a meltdown um, yeah. to end the year to finish in fourth or fifth, but – Anyway, I <clears throat> I feel good about where they are. Middle's just better. I mean, they're they're a really good team. They had a crappy week right before we played them. But um, basically, if we can win these two, I think we're in in these next two against Charlotte and Rice. We'll be in really good shape. Um, Rice and Charlotte are both kind of in contention. If Western loses a couple here, to kind of catch us or pass us. So let's just win these two this week. And take care of business. We already beat Rice once. We played like garbage against Charlotte. Um, couldn't hit anything. Um, and Charlotte hit everything. And we still almost won the game. So I think we should be in control of it and be able to beat both of them. Rice women are playing really well. but um, So we'll see how that goes. But I feel, I feel good about the women. And I feel like it's going to take a lot of work to not finish in second or third in the conference. Okay, so uh, next week we will talk about La Tech, UAB, uh, and then we'll talk UTEP, North Texas the week after that. Um, Jared, uh, did, did you watch the women play? I didn't get to, but I mean, I feel like it's so hard for both of our teams to win at the exact same time. Like either the women will be good and the guys will be horrible or the girls will be bad and the guys will be good. And I wish they could both be good at the same time. I wish we all could win, right? Yeah. Just <laughs> all of us. Until the end of time. Yeah, yeah. All went, all tops, all the time. Tops on top. Bring um, back 2008. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it, that's really one of the last times that both programs were excellent. Isn't that true. sad? Except for they, football. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but we're just talking about <laughs> Yeah, but, I, mean, I get that, but yeah. Yeah, except for football, then that was that was yeah, the truth. Was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that was the the beginning of the, the downfall. Um, either way, um, so uh, men's. I guess we're kind of going quick tonight, but um, men played uh, middle. Let me get to my page here. There we go. Uh, the men played middle. Uh, men won ninety three eighty nine. Jared, did you watch that one? Uh, yes, I did get to see it. Okay, what do you, what were your thoughts on this one? Honestly, that was better. <laughs> I mean, I was really worried because, I mean, it was a pretty neck-and-neck game, but then they absolutely ran away and had like a 16-point lead, I think, in the second half. And I was like, well, crap. But somehow, like, 
I mean, well, I think did I have it backwards? Hang on. I think we had the lead and then we choked and then they took the lead over. Yeah, there we go. That is correct. That's what yeah, I had it backwards. And over <laughs> for some yeah. So, I mean, we had the 16 point lead and choked it and I thought we were going to completely lose, but thankfully we were able to seal the deal. Um, free throw wise, we were incredible. Like, I think we only missed one free throw. We shot like over 20 of them for the game. So that was absolutely massive difference. Uh, McKnight, he went off, had over 30 points, I think. And missed two. Yeah, only missed two. 27 out of 29. Yeah, yeah. That, that's still, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Um, and those are those are gimme points. And, I mean, it doesn't honestly look like Western fouled all that much either. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how uh, we got Middle only got four, 14, so. Yeah, I mean, we're always really good about getting to the line, and thankfully we did that game and also not just get to the line but make our shots there. So that was pretty big. So I, it was good to finally get back in the win column and get some middle and men's basketball. I feel like we've struggled against them in recent years, which sucks. But, I mean, we almost choked, but we didn't. I was still really worried. We still didn't play that full 40 minutes of basketball like I wanted us to. Hopefully we will at some point between now and March. So who knows? Honestly, uh, I'm kind of like you, Jared. Uh but you know what? I'm kind of surprised to see that that Dante Allen didn't wasn't the leading scorer. You know, well, I mean, McKnight, McKnight, is still, McKnight is still the cornerstone of this team. He's the guy, and everything pretty much goes through him. I mean, Allen's been good stepping up in the replacement of uh, Frampton, and I feel like he fits the system better than Frampton does too. I mean, Frampton was either hot or cold, and he was never really consistent. I feel like Allen's been a lot more consistent than Frampton has, so I'm just kind of glad to see someone step up besides McKnight. <laughs> oh, I'm good with it. I don't not don't say I'm not I'm not knocking him at all. I was just yeah. uh, you know some of us on the show think that Dante Allen is amazing and changed the Twitter of the podcast name to Dante Allen Podcast and Dante Allen and hides in the bushes at Dante Allen's apartment. You know stuff like that. So. <laughs> Your name starts with D. <laughs> so, Matt, what did you think? Western well, versus middle. First of all, Dante Allen. <laughs> That's it. You um, know, you know uh, Matt is turning into the boomers that like Jake Homer, but it's Dante Allen. <laughs> Don't cry it. No, Dante no. Allen! You, I, I, you know, I watch UK every game, and I thought he should have played then, you know, and I barely watch Western, but, you know, <laughs> I, I love that Dante Allen fellow. No, but, um, I mean, honestly, it was nice to see us pretty much dominate that game. Um, what's frustrating is, and I, I didn't – I still haven't got the chance to really look up, like, how many times we've either melted down a 10-point lead or started down 10 and then ended up coming back. But it's yeah. it's got to be like 15 games that yeah. have swung at least 20 points in the other direction in terms of like the, the, the score of the game. And it's yeah. just, you know, like I'm, I'm thrilled and I'm happy and we won three in a row and we're right back in the middle of the race. But my God, can we have one normal game of well, basketball? No. I, I do agree with you. Um, just looking at like the game flow chart here, just, you know, watching it, I didn't really think about it, but we led all the way up until three minutes to go in the second half. Yeah. Till like 30 and it was only like 30 seconds that they had the lead. Yeah. Immediately took it back. Yeah. But so we, we really did dominate that game. But once again, we allowed a team that we 
Like when you're up 16, you are in complete control of whether you win or lose that game. Regardless yeah. of what happens in the game, you have control that, I mean, even if circumstance happens, you're going to do something to screw that up to give them a chance. And we, we did that. We kind of yeah. slowed down and quit being aggressive. And like, I don't, I don't know if we necessarily fell asleep, but we definitely took our foot off the gas and yeah, kind of uh, coasted. I, I back, yeah. I went back and watched it and it wasn't like completely our fault on everything, but we definitely, the intensity kind of waned off. Yeah. And, and we started dribbling the ball around and doing nothing. And then you chuck up a shot and then they go down and make a three or they, they press and they force a turnover and lay it in, you know, stuff like that. So we just, we did a few things to, kind of screw ourselves, and then they got back in it quickly, took the lead for a second, and then credit to us. You know what? We took right back control. We went to ACOB. We went to Davion. Um, Dante contributed. and uh, we ended Jake Homer, sorry. Yeah. We ended up getting it done. And so I was proud of them, and the heart was awesome, but um, we've definitely still got to show, you know, hey, you get a 16-point lead, you stomp on them, win by yep. twenty-five, and just show me that you can do that. Because right now, I'm like I had guests at the game, and I was like, "Just wait, we'll we'll get down. We may not give up the lead. By God, we did. But I was like, this game will be within ten points at some point. And the guy's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to happen. Just watch it." And it happened, and we ended up giving up the lead entirely. And then you know, fought back and and took care of business, but I, that's the one thing I'd like to see is just show me, like like Jared said, show me that you're not going to melt down at some point in the game and hand them an opportunity because you can't you can't do that. If you hand somebody a lead, they may not give it back. Yeah, and you, you can't know, do that with a good team. You're not in control anymore. They're in control of who wins the game, not you. So don't give up the control. I mean, on, like I, I agree with everything you're saying. You know, with a good with a good team like that, you can't do that. Because I mean, if you're neck and neck with a team going into like the last five minutes of the game, you've got to stick with them. You can't coast. And I think that's been our downfall with some of these closer games or games that we've let people back into it. Um, and I mean, it's kind of a maturity thing. I don't know. Um, but um, yeah, I mean. The guys won, so we're on that side of things now. So that's that's a positive for us. And um, it looks like let me pull up the schedule. Western is going to be playing. Um, uh, we got Charlotte on the sixteenth, and then we've got Rice, and then next week LaTeX UAB. So it we kind of flipped, lost, ladies. We haven't lost a game in February yet, so it's a cool random fact. Yeah. Well, let me ask you all this because I know we've kind of gone quickly through. Like, do you think it changes your perspective on how we look at this team yet, or is it still like, you know, is Rick Stansberry still our head coach? (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, does it change your view of how what you think of Rick? Um, I well, not I wasn't going for that. I mean, I think we all probably stand where we were there, but I still don't see us actually winning the conference tournament. If that's what you're asking. Yeah, I don't either. I just I do want to say I told y'all though that we did we only needed to get a couple games under our belt and we're right back in the race. Now it's 
literally just win the individual games and we're right there. Yeah. Um, you know, all this other crap be be damned. We're right there. We by the end of the weekend we could be in I think it's possible we could be in like fourth, maybe even possibly tied for third. Um despite all this stuff. So, I mean, everything would have to go right, but we we definitely will climb in the standings if we just take care of these couple and we'll be right on the edge of a bye despite all of this other stuff that's going on. So you're going to need you're going to need uh, FIU Rice or Middle to lose again. Middle we plays FAU. Okay, so Rice we'll plays Western. So as long as we step up and do what we're supposed to do, then Western uh, will FIU pull our head in Middle. Um, who does Rice have? Rice has us, and they have uh, they they play UTSA. So okay, unlikely. so that's a that's a that's a cake game. Like a mm-hmm. at home too, they're probably not losing that. Yeah, that's probably a pretty easy game for them. Um, but if we play if we play Rice and beat them, and we we beat Charlotte, we'll be tied with Rice at least uh, yeah. by the end of the week. FIU and Middle play each other, so one of them is going to have eight losses or more. Um, La Tech plays North Texas. Um, they're ahead of us too, and they play Charlotte, who, whatever, is no slouch. They've been not very good in conference, but there's a lot of opportunity there. We just take care of our business, which that's tough to do because, like I said, Charlotte's good, and Rice gives us headaches because their center is kind of a do-it-all kind of. He's really a genius um, with the ball, but those kinds of teams give us trouble. Charlotte does the same thing with their their center. So it's tough yeah. to say that we're going to win these two, but if we did, um, which I think we should, I think we should win them. But if we don't, that's a different story. If we do, I think we'll be in fifth probably. Um, I was going to say, is that like the best case scenario is fifth? No. Um, we're within two games. So let me look at this. If UAB – <clears throat> Who does UAB play this week? UAB plays UTEP, and then I'm guessing UTSA. Yeah. So if UAB were to lose two, we theor- theoretically could catch them. Um, that's a tall task. But middle is a game and a half ahead of us. Um, but they play, they play FAU and FIU, who are both pretty decent. So we can yeah. potentially catch all the way up to fourth, I think, pretty easily. So FIU's actually a game behind middle as well. Mm-hmm. But if FIU beats middle and we beat, and obviously we've already beat middle, so that would put us, uh, middle middle would fall below both of us then. Um, yeah. So do we have the tiebreaker on FIU or no? Uh it's going to depend on who they've beaten because we split with them. Okay. I think. Didn't we beat them once and they beat us once? Yeah, because we know, lost on the road. I think we beat them at home, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we won by. We beat FIU on the first game and we lost to them the second game. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. your tiebreaker, just so y'all know, I don't know if you knew the tiebreaker or whatever, or if people at home don't know, your tiebreaker is obviously head to head. 
but then also the next one is um, your record from uh, against first place to second place to third place to fourth until there's a difference. So if if somebody's beaten FAU, so who beat FAU? Is anybody? They have one loss. They lost to somebody. Who they lose to? Was it UAB? Did they lose to UAB? No, they lost to somebody. Who was it? It was UAB. Good call, Jared. Yeah. 86-77. Yeah. So they lost to UAB. So whatever. So you go down the the standings until you find a difference against the top teams of the league. So if somebody beat North Texas, if somebody beat UAB, if somebody beat Middle, whatever, all the way down, and then there should be a difference somewhere in the standings. So that's your tiebreaker. So it's really complicated to follow right now because you've got third through 10th are all within three games of each other. So who the crap knows where anybody's going to be at the end of the season just yet. So um, it's interesting. and uh, But I, I think that, yeah, I mean, we could climb all the way to fourth by the end of this week, and it's realistic if we win our games. I swear to Jesus, if if we win the tournament and one of our guys gets up there and he starts talking about, hey, nobody believed in us. It came out this year. Nobody believed in us. I'm going to go throat punch him, and I will jump up on a stool and throat punch him. I'm not short, but I'm probably shorter than them. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh Okay, so we could get fourth. That'd be a nice. That'd be a nice seating in the in the Conference USA tournament. Uh, it'd give us a good side of the uh, curtain, anyway. So, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, that curtain is so janky. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, um, I honestly like it. Whatever. It reminds me of, of rec league you know, basketball. Well, maybe, but no. Uh, <laughs> I, it reminds me of the uh, the Sun Belt tournament too. They had the um, they had games in like a it was like an auditorium or whatever. They had the makeshift bleachers and whatever. I thought it so was it's, fun it's, in there. it's nostalgic for you, is what you're saying? I don't know. Maybe I, just, <laughs> I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I think it's it's different, and I think it's exciting. Like people can complain about all oh, this is jank or or this is stupid or whatever, but. I mean, it's conference tournament basketball. Like, I, I just don't, I don't see an ugly part of it. I thought it was awesome when I was there, and I, I think everybody should go at least once, and then tell me that it was terrible at that point. I, I think everybody should awesome. at least go, and then they can actually talk about the the games. So, because if you don't go, you can't talk about it. So, <laughs> that's not where I was going, but. <laughs> Uh, that is a hundred percent true. If you have not been to every game this year, you are basically in topper borderline purgatory. Maybe hell. Right. Okay, yes. you might just be straight up burning in the flames <laughs> at this point. So, is Hilltop or Hell Murfreesboro? Yes, I think so too. I think, it is. Yeah. I think it is. Yes, completely. Yeah. Um, but You're yeah, I mean Nathan Bedford Forrest great grandson's <laughs> trailer on fire. Jesus, <laughs> Nathan! Oh my God! Anyway, um, a statue of him on there. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Do they still have one? Probably, I believe so. Yeah, I figured it had been tore down by now. But anyway, um, so okay, Western, uh, Western's going to be playing Charlotte um, on the 16th. This is men's. Just heads up. 
Uh, that game will be on ESPN Plus if you're not able to make it uh, to Charlotte, North Carolina, because you know just anybody could just drop their schedule, life, kids, or whatever, and just go play, go watch a basketball game. Uh, and then uh, on the 18th, ESPN Plus, uh, that game's at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, that's in Houston, Texas. So again, if you can't make that one, uh, check that out to support the guys. They'll appreciate it. Um, do we want to do some okay. predictions or something? I don't know where you're going with it. Dan. Well, that's what I'm going to next. Okay. Is Charlotte has got a 75% chance, according to ESPN's interns, to beat us. Yeah, I saw that. That's Is that crazy? I think it's based on their early part of the year. Okay. Because they were, like, if you look at their overall record, they still have 10-plus wins. I think they have the same record we do. Okay. Four and nine in conference, or whatever, they, five and nine. They, they do have the same overall. They're 14 and 11, and we are six and eight, and they're five and nine in conference. Yeah. So they played really well and played way tougher of a schedule than we did. Okay. So they looked like a contender, and then all of a sudden they get in the conference, and they are in second to last. Now, is this the uh, is this the coach that you thought was attractive? Is this the one? No, that's FIU. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, okay, sorry. I got him confused. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so okay, let's do predictions. Um, I'll go to Jared. What do you? What are your thoughts on uh, Western versus FIU? Or God, Charlotte. <laughs> now I'm thinking of uh, all I see is stars. If we're talking about FIU, Charlotte. <laughs> I feel like they, I feel like this sorry, will be Jared. a close game. Ahead, I'm not entirely sure how this one will go. I mean, it's. On the road, I mean, that always makes it a little tougher. But, I mean, obviously, I think we've caught momentum at the right time. I think that we're very capable of winning this game. I think we need to win this game. But I still don't see us playing the full 40 minutes. I just want everybody to stay healthy and just to hopefully get a win. I feel like we'll win. I'll say we'll win. Yeah, I will definitely say we will beat Charlotte just because we have caught a lot of fire, a lot of momentum here. I just hope we don't fizzle out by the time we get to the conference tournament. That's my biggest fear is we spend all this energy coming back and maybe getting close to 500 in conference or something, and we get to March and we just have nothing left. I hope that that doesn't happen, but, I mean, we we still need to win each game. I think that we're very capable of winning this one, and I think we will. So, I, 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 I can respect that. Um, honestly, I'll say my, uh, my prediction for Western is – is uh, we will play uh, 88% of the game full tilt, and then we'll coast for like two 30-second periods, and then we'll end up winning by like three points. Probably. Um, Matt, what's your prediction? Oh, basically that. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, two things that I would say are really important, or two people that were really important. Um, one is... Um, your mom. Your mom did not play in the game. <laughs> uh, Jamarian Sharp did not play at all in that game. He had some kind of hip issue, whatever, ponitis, I don't know, whatever. Um, anyway. Whatever. Uh, he tore his uh, upper. Okay, upper okay, we're good with that. Anyway, we're good. All right, so. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, he he didn't play, so that's a huge factor. You got a guy seven five didn't play. Um, Falou uh, started, but only played five minutes for some godforsaken reason. So um, that was interesting. You didn't play any of your height the whole game. 
um, against a team with a big center. So whatever, go fathom that. Um, and ACOT didn't play well either. I think what they'll do is they'll probably try to match up. I wish they would press against Charlotte because Charlotte likes to slow it down and whatever. They got this kind of out of shape center that if you make him run, I think he would struggle. But we probably won't do that. So I think what they'll do is they'll try to post up ACOT. I think Sharp will make a big difference in the middle. Hopefully he doesn't get in foul trouble. If he gets in foul trouble, I think we'd be in some trouble. Yeah. I think they figured out to play some size um, that has some athleticism. And I think, I think we should beat them. Will we, you know, we seem to have trouble with centers that can pass and we're playing two teams this week with centers that can pass. Um, Yeah. So I, I predict that we'll win, but I I feel like we're going to drop one of these two. I don't know which one I'll say we'll beat Charlotte. Um, Yeah. Okay. Um, I can respect that. And then, of course, Rice actually has the lower percentage uh, on the 18th, according to ESPN's intern, 63.5% to Western's 36.5%. Rice does have a better overall record than we do. They're sitting at 16-9, and and they're 7-7 overall in conference. Uh, This game is in Houston, Texas, so if you're not able to go because you're not buku rich, uh, you can catch it on ESPN+. Um, Jared, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on the, uh, on the rice game? Rice. Uh, that's another kind of toss up game. I feel like, um, it was, it, we, it, it was an interesting matchup the first time. I feel like we still have that momentum. It just really depends if we overexert ourselves against Charlotte, it might cost us against rice. I hope not, but I kind of feel like Matt, I feel like we'll drop one of these games just because it's Western. <laughs> so it's Western this year. Yeah. Well, Completely and, agree. Uh, yeah. Well, it's Western yeah. under Rick Stansberry. But I think I think it'll be close. I don't know. I'm sure we'll lay an egg at some point and I think it'll be against Rice. So Um I, I, I can agree with that. I think um I will say I, I would like to see Western get both of these, you know, just so we can pull up ahead. But if I had to bet on one of us dropping one of these, I would say it would be Rice. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I'm going to tell you this right now. My prediction will be that Western will lead most of this game and will drop it in the last five minutes. I'll say the opposite. I say we won't show up in the first five minutes of the game and dig ourselves a hole we can't get out of. Okay. It's going to be really hard for me to write these predictions later on when I'm doing the graphics. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, but I, I do I do think that Western I, – I hate to be unpatriotic like this, but I do think Western will drop it. So, Matt, what are your thoughts? Now I think I should switch my prediction that we'll lose to Charlotte and beat Rice. Um, there you go. But uh, just to be different. But, I mean, here's – Here's what I see in this one is Max Fiedler is the the center that I was talking about. For whatever reason, he carves us up. He had 15 and 10. Um, he, I think he has the most assists on their team, um, and he's the center. Um, he's just a really good, smart player, and we struggle using our brains sometimes. Um, it's not a good matchup. Um, they have They have the ability that they can score, they don't really play great defense. So I think yeah. obviously a key would be if we can find a way to slow them down, 
that was why we were up 10 at halftime against them because our defense was excellent. We just totally got out of what we did in the second half, and they scored like 55. They they needed that 55. They only won by three. They scored 55 points when we got, quote-unquote, only got 42. If we could just find a way to keep some of their guys at bay, yeah. I think Rice is another matchup that we should usually win because we can play defense and we can score if we have to. Um, and I think we have size on them and definitely athleticism. So it kind of baffles me that we continue to struggle against Rice, but I think it's because they have a really good system. They have a coach that really knows what he's doing. Um, and the guy does a pretty good job, and he's he's got enough players to be able to compete with us. Um, they've got guys that can shoot, and they had their guys – we held their guys at bay at, in the first half, and then they just went crazy in the second half, and that was the difference. So I hope we can learn from last time, play the full 40 minutes, and I think if we did play a full 40 minutes, we'd beat them by 15 or 20 points. I still okay. feel like we're going to – I think we're going to drop one of these two, and I'll, since I already said we'll beat Charlotte, I'll say we'll lose – to Rice in typical kind of Western fashion this year, like get you excited, get you going, like okay, I believe I'm you in again. Do it, yeah, and then get, just pee down our leg. So I, yep. I can't, I can't pick two wins. I wish I could, but I don't think I can. You know, it's really sad, Jared, when Matt can't do two wins because mm-hmm. usually he's the raw raw guy and he makes us all feel bad because we're not picking Western, but. <laughs> Being undefeated in February doesn't mean anything if we can't win in March. That's all I'm saying. Amen. That's true. We That's like the three-point record. Are, these are two teams that we should beat, honestly. Yes. Charlotte's not playing well right now. Rice is a, it should be a good matchup for us. They can't play defense. We should be able to go all over them. We should be able to outsize them. But we, for whatever reason, we have trouble with them. So we'll see. Okay. Um, Matt – since you're talking that way, what uh, we'll just hypothetically say, what percentage do you think it's possible that Western would win both games? Win both? Win both games. Not just one, both games. Okay. I, I think it's okay. I think it's likely we beat Charlotte. It's like more than 50 50. And then I think it's it's more unlikely. I mean, I'd say, what's point six times point four? Point two four. Yeah, I'd say about twenty five percent. I mean, maybe twenty. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Just looking at percentages. If you say sixty okay. percent to beat Charlotte and forty to beat Rice. Okay, I mean, that's that's not too bad. I mean, percent. So basically, what you're saying is, out of twenty games, you think that Western. If Western played both teams 10 times, so 20 games, you think that about five of those Western would win both games is basically what you're saying. Ish. Yeah, I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think so Western sorry. would sweep about a quarter of the time. Yeah. I, I think that's a possibility too. I think. Uh, I think. We'll- if you th- think of it in NBA terms, it's easier. Like game seven, like a seven game series. I think against Charlotte, we would win four out of seven. If we played Rice, I feel like we'd win three out of seven. Okay. 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 So, 
the possibility of winning all seven would be very low, is what you're saying. All 14 games would be really low. So, okay. I can get behind that. Um, I Here's what frustrates me, though. Like, sorry. Devin. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. I was just, I was just thinking. You know, it, any other year, any other year, I would be like, okay, you know, this team should do well. This team should do this. This, blah, 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 blah. and uh, you know, I would, I would really feel bad about, you know, saying, I just don't think they can do it. But I think it's more of a maturity thing at this point than it is an actual talent, uh, because they've shown us that they can do these things. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes they look like a legit. Sweet 16 team, like this team's going. Yeah. And then you turn around and they look like, you know, <laughs> yeah. They're choking. Yep. They look like, look like they're Louisville. Oh, don't even remind me. <laughs> Is Louisville doing anything this year? Let me they're see. I got to look up like 25 or something. They have three wins. They have one conference win. They beat Georgia Tech or something. They are all wins. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. Yeah. yeah I got to check anyway, this one. Yeah. The Charlotte game. What frustrates me is they should have won that one. But and like I think that was the game. Luke got hurt and Jamarian was out, so it was like a huge emotional. Those are your two emotion guys, really. Yeah. I think. And so there was no emotion, but we still were sitting there with a chance to beat Charlotte, and they just didn't. They didn't have any juice at all. There was nothing there. And no juice. Like, yeah. Juice. Juice. Yeah. Anyway. So we'll see. I think I think we should have the upper hand, but I mean, chances that you win five in a row in conference are small anyway. So we'll see. Well, especially with this team. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, let's flip to the women's side. Now, ESPN and their network and such want to preach about equality. However, I have no percentage of possibility of winning here. You know, this is not equal, okay? As a father of a daughter, I do not appreciate this. Anyway, uh, so Western has got Charlotte on the 16th, 7.30 p.m. Uh, Eastern Town, 6.30 uh, Central. That game is on ESPN+, Plus, but it is in Bowling Green. So, there's no excuse. Get your ass down to Diddle and go watch the game. That's right. Uh, so, uh, percentage chance Western beats Charlotte. Matt, I'll let you take it because Jared and I don't watch women's sports. Oh, man. I mean, it ought to be like 85%. I watched that other game, and Charlotte is very well coached, so keep that in mind. Their, their coach is really, really good at her job. She just doesn't have the experience and I think the talent this year okay. quite. Okay. So I, I think they're, they're just a decent team because of her. Yeah. Um, Western did everything they could to lose that game and still almost won. Uh, I'm serious. I mean, it was like, I mean, go look at the stats. Charlotte shot like 50-something percent. Western shot like 20-something. And they lost by... Um, That's that? hilarious. By seven. Yeah, I'd have um, to check. And, and it, they pulled away at the... Charlotte pulled away at the end. I mean, it was like... It was a terrible basketball game. And Western, really, all they had to do was shoot upper 20s and they probably would have won and they just they couldn't hit anything so i think we ought to beat we ought to beat charlotte like 85 percent chance at least okay especially at home okay uh western is going to be playing rice on the 18th at 2 p.m eastern 1 p.m central uh it's on espn3 
Matt, what is your take on this game? Uh, Rice is playing really well right now. Um, so it's definitely scary. It is at home, thank God. Um, and we beat them. This was the first game of conference play. And we beat them when they were supposed to. They were still like the conference favorites at that point. Well, they're not now. Yeah. But um, they've fallen off a little bit. But they, they've really gotten hot lately. Okay. Um, and so I think they have awoken. And they're probably, I mean, I give them, I give Rice at least a 40% chance to win. Um, I think it's kind of a coin flip. And I'm going to say the Lady Tops win because I think we're really we're really playing with a good system, um, forcing a lot of turnovers, getting up a lot of shots. Um, we're, we're much better at not fouling now. Like early in the year, it was really bad. Um, okay. We're turning the ball over ourselves. I think we'll find a way to win, but I think it's going to be really close. And you definitely need to go down and support the Lady Tops against Rice because it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, both games. Uh, but, yes, I completely agree. So like Go support the Lady Tops either way. Percentage chance, I'd say, like, 55% against Rice. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's it's really – I think it's really close against them. Well, I was going to say, overall record for Rice, they're 16 or 17 and 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Western's overall – or conference overall record is 10 and 4, so we've got them there. Um, and we're two, two games ahead of Rice. So, you know, hopefully Western can pull out the win here and uh, continue doing well. We're sitting pretty if we win these two. So that's good. That's we'll good. Right in the thick of fighting for a bye. Okay. Um, so check back next week. We will be updating on baseball, basketball, and Lady Tops basketball as well. Um, luckily, we do not have to listen to the Kels brothers anymore. Uh, until next year, they will go back into their dens and we will wait to see if they see their shadow. Um, but anyway. Um, (laughs) but anyway, guys, uh, appreciate you all listening this far. Uh, if you'd like to support us, like share and subscribe to the the episode. If you're listening on YouTube, do the same. Uh, and on our podcast, you know, make sure to listen and support us there as well. Uh, it helps us. So if you, you know, you can like, uh, you can subscribe and if you share, it helps us out as well. So, uh, check back next week, same time, same place. And we will be, uh, talking to you all later. Uh, and as always, guys, go tops. Go tops. What? Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate you all. <laughs>